Welcome back to the Good News Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Brown. Um, On this week's uh, episode, we're going to be uh, talking about and discussing uh, proof that the Bible is real, that Jesus is real, and that everything that the Bible says is um, true. And this is all just based on uh, things from the Bible and mainly through archaeological um, things that I have just kind of researched uh, over the past week and and found that um, tie in with the Bible and with things that have been discovered today. Um, so the first one that I want to talk about is um, the ratios of Noah's Ark. Some of you might have already heard this, um, that Noah's Ark, uh, the, the um, kind of the outline, um, I think it's in the uh, Ararat Mountains in Turkey. Um, but we will uh, talk about. I want to talk about the uh, the actual ratios and what the uh, according to the Bible what it says it's going to be uh, in Genesis six fifteen when God is commanding Noah to build this ark. Uh, it says, "And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of: the length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits." So I'm not sure uh, how long ago this has been. Um, I think it's been uh, within, obviously, within the last ten years. Um, or I mean, it was actually discovered. I think I, I don't even know how long ago. But I'm looking at this article, and I don't know how long ago that this article has come out. But whoever is uh, leading the um, these archaeologists uh, uh, is doing an interview, and uh, in one part of it, it says. Um, the ship is 515 feet long, which matches the biblical account of being 300 cubits. Um, so it matches um, perfectly. So the second thing that um, I wanted to talk about also that uh, would be proof that the Bible is true. And obviously um, that first one was from the Old Testament. And um, this next one is going to be from the Old Testament as well. The next two, however... Uh, or next two or three uh, is going to be, I think the next two are going to be from the New Testament. Um, but the next one I want to talk about was um, the rock that was referenced in the Bible. Um, I think in, um, I think in maybe Exodus, um, not 100%. Uh, numbers is what it is. It's uh, referenced in Numbers. But it talks about uh, the rock that Moses split. Um, just reading this part of an article, it says at Meribah, also known as Kadesh Barnea, in the southwest of the Dead Sea at the top corner of the Sinai Peninsula, is a geological oddity, an enormous five-story high rock with a thin split down the middle, which some believe to be the rock referenced in the Old Testament. So I clicked on a link here and just kind of did some digging, and it pulled up some verses that referenced uh uh, rocks being split and kind of that ties in with that article it's numbers uh, twenty eleven that says then Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod and water came forth abundantly and the congregation and their beasts drank and this is talking about whenever Moses led the Israelites um, away from the Egyptians you know from slavery and they were out in the wilderness and um, people were starting to uh, doubt and kind of wish that they were even slaves again because at least they would die being a slave instead of just out in the out in the wilderness. 
Um, but it is believed that 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 rock is actually believed to be um, the the rock that Moses uh, struck out in the desert. So this next one is going to be a signature of Isaiah the prophet in seal impression. Um, this one is not. I don't think. I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent. Just based off of uh, what I read of this article. But it's talking about a seal impression that was uh, surfaced in 2018. Says uh, this one with the actual name of one of the most important Old Testament prophets, prophets Isaiah. It nearly says Isaiah the prophet, but because there is little missing at the end, it's unclear if it actually refers to a personal name. However, one piece of evidence that suggests that the seal impression refers to the biblical prophet is a small piece of clay that archaeologists recovered in an area near Jerusalem's Temple Mount. This similar seal impression, which was first found in 2015, says, Of King Hezekiah of Judah. King Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah are mentioned in the same verse 17 times in the Bible. So that one is talking about one of the just the main, um, like I said, uh, just one of the main prophets in the Old Testament, Isaiah. He plays a, a big part, kind of on what we were talking about um, in the last two episodes, as far as uh, prophecies and stuff like that. I just I, didn't, I don't think I read anything from uh, Isaiah. Uh, the next one I wanted to read um, was about it says Pontius Pilate seal ring. Uh, I don't even I don't think I'm not sure if I actually read this article. Um, before now, but I'm just going to go ahead and read it. And I know it might be a little uh, boring if you're just listening, but um, the the one that I'm saving for last is the one that uh, is the most important that you're going to want to stick around for. But the one talking about Pontius Pilate, this was uh, discovered in 2018, as well as the thing that I just read about um, Isaiah. The name Pontius Pilate, obviously we know who Pontius Pilate is. He was the um, the governor uh, in Rome uh, who basically turned Jesus over to the people to have him uh, persecuted. Pretty much like I said, the Roman governor who interrogated Jesus and then ordered him to be crucified has turned up for the second time in archaeological record. The first time his name and title were found engraved in a stone discovered in 1961 in Secondary use at Caesar Maritima just a few weeks ago. Scientists announced, like I said, this is in 2018. uh, Scientists announced that a seal ring excavated in the late 1960s at Herodium, a desert palace just outside of Bethlehem, also carried the inscription of Pilots. The inscription on the badly corroded ring was finally read using advanced photographic techniques the copper alloy ring was probably not fancy enough to have actually been worn by pilot it was more likely worn by someone who was authorized to act on pilot's authority and who would use the seal to create official communications uh, these discover- discoveries, relatively insignificant, and individuals join with many other discoveries over the decades to give us a great deal of confidence in the historical details contained in the Bible. So, um, like I said, that's just another one of just a few things. Like I said, there's many other things, and you can honestly, if we're talking about proof and evidence, like I said, just go back and listen to my last two episodes. You want to talk about proof and uh, things that were before our time, 
go back and listen to the last the the previous episodes and you can you can decide for yourself um what is real and what's not you know how accurate is this stuff but like i said you can just just from today's time you can look around and see that we are living in the last days and like i said i feel like that the previous episodes that uh i came out with is also it it kind of ties in um to evidence just you know here in the last two years or in the last year last year and two months it's uh february 24th we've seen so many biblical prophecies come true and um just lived out and i would argue and say that we're just on the cusp of the rapture however if you want more um proof on today's times just go back and listen to my previous episode do some digging for yourself um, read your own Bible, just even look at news articles and, and compare it to what the Bible says. And, and I think you'll honestly have your mind changed. So the next one I want to talk about is the actual physical Bible itself. The Bible was written, um, however many thousand, a couple thousand years ago by 40 different authors who many of them lived on different continents never even met each other and all basically said the same thing all of it was accurate with no contradictions whatsoever because it's funny actually in church last sunday my pastor was actually talking about the bible and how it was real and i was thinking like this is perfect like this is exactly the sermon that i needed to hear and he was talking about how um how the Bible doesn't even contradict itself one time. Like, okay, maybe you you might be able to slip one thing in there that contradicts it. Maybe. But you slip any more than two, three, four contradictions that goes against what other books say, then people are going to start to realize, okay, this is false. Like this isn't like this isn't real. But there's not one there's not one contradiction between those different authors that wrote the Bible. And even in the Old Testament, it all points towards the same thing. Even before Jesus came, it points towards the exact same direction. And by direction, I mean it points in um, how you can be saved and forgiven of your sins and how you can go to heaven and have a relationship with God. And another thing that's really important to me while I was doing some digging as well was just talking about other other quote unquote gods on this earth, such as Buddha uh, and Muhammad, to um, I guess you could say idols that um, that's popular among people. But when Buddha died, he said that. He, or he told his followers to go and find the truth. What What is the truth? So he obviously did not know the truth and what the truth was because he was not God. When Muhammad died, he said he did not know the meaning of life. He didn't know the true meaning of life. However, Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And then no one comes to the Father except through Him. So I thought that was really important that it kind of debunks those two gods especially and 
I mean, just based off of the Ten Commandments, he trumps any other gods that we could possibly form up. So I, th- I just I thought that that was a very important um, reference uh, in this evidence um, that proves that Jesus is real, that the Bible is real. So the last and final piece of evidence that, in my opinion, is the most important is um, some people might think that it's a little con. Contra, you know, not contradictive, but it may be like, mm, I don't know, that's a little too good to be true, or, but in my opinion, um, I believe that it is true. So, um, I was doing some digging, like I said, and I found a YouTube video, um, and it is a uh, archaeologist or like a biblical archaeologist or something like that by the name, I think his name was uh, Ron Wyatt, and he believed that he had actually found the blood of Jesus. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he said that it was believed, he believed to have found it on the Ark of the Covenant, but don't hold me to that. There's a YouTube video. Um, I'll see if I can put the put a link uh, to it if you want to watch it. Um, but he said that when he, he was in Israel and he had uh, supposedly found this blood he took it to a lab in Israel and he wanted these scientists to test it or whatever. And they were like, listen, it's not going to do any good because once blood, um, meets oxygen or like the outer, you know, the outer oxygen, you know, of the outside world and it's dead, it's no good. You know, you can't test it and get any sort of DNA or anything like that or any chromosomes from it whatsoever. So after some begging and pleading, he finally got him to do it. So whenever they tested it, they started talking after they got the results back and they called their boss in to double check. And they said that the human blood found has only 24 chromosomes and just a little biology here. If you don't remember any biology from high school, um, you have 23 chromosomes in your body. You have 23 from mom and you have 23 from dad. Everybody has 46 uh, you have 22 autosomes from mom and you have 22 autosomes from dad. And you may get an X from mom and an X or Y from your dad. Everyone gets an X from your mom. If you have an if you have an XX, that means you're a female. If you have an XY, that means you're a male. The blood that was found had 23 chromosomes from the mother's side and it had one Y chromosome. Therefore, the blood that was found would have been a male's blood. And a child couldn't have developed without the autosomes from your mother. So physically, he got his looks from his mom's side. The Y, it's like I said, the Y, which makes you a male, came from a source not a human male or not of human. And like I said, whenever they tested this blood, they said that this blood was alive and they were wondering how this was possible. And he told them, he stopped and he told him, and first they asked, whose blood could this possibly be? Because this is just impossible. Like this could be nobody. And he stopped and he told all of them, he said, that is the blood of your Messiah. Now, like I said, me personally, I believe that because, you know, through the, through science here and 
talking about DNA and chromosomes and everything that if he said is true that they tested, then scientifically, then it would it would match up. And that obviously, if I cut myself and I had a drop of blood, you know, and then they tested it, then the blood would not be alive because it was exposed. But however, this blood, whenever they found it, was still alive. Proof that for one, Jesus is real. He walked this earth and he was crucified and he was dead and buried and then he rose again which is something else that i also didn't mention earlier was the numerous numerous miracles that jesus performed there were also many witnesses especially after he was born again after he was crucified and he he rose again on the third day there said to be i think three to five hundred witnesses that witnessed this and whenever mary and martha came to um, I think they come to, to basically check on his body and uh, I think dress it and or do whatever to it. Obviously, he wasn't there, and an angel came to them, and Jesus prophesied that I'm going to go ahead into Galilee, and Mary is going to come and tell everyone, and then everyone's going to go to Galilee, and that's where I'm going to be. Well, whenever Mary went to the tomb and that angel came to them, he the angel told him, Jesus rose again, and he's in Galilee. They went to Galilee and a bunch of other people, and boom, there he was. He was in Galilee. So there were many witnesses who obviously, for one, saw him was saw him crucified, and then saw him after he was crucified. And then, like I said, the other many, many witnesses that um, watched him perform miracles on people who were obviously, you know, blind, deaf, mute, uh, etc. and so on. So for anyone who doesn't believe that Jesus was a real person or in in my opinion for uh, and I'm not trying to you know call anybody out or diss on anyone or hate on anyone but for Jews who don't believe that Jesus actually is the Messiah, here's your proof. This is your proof right here and well they don't believe obviously, uh, in the New Testament as well, but this is your proof that, especially through the last one that I told about the blood of Jesus still being alive, proves that Jesus is alive currently, and that he is the Messiah, because scientifically, for just a normal human, it is not possible, but through God, anything is possible. And I have the proof to back it up and proof that the Bible is real and that Jesus is real. And uh, if you want even more proof, um, just about today's times uh, and more present and recent, um, you can go back and listen to my last two episodes as well. Uh, I feel like that that is also a good uh, a good reference through today and the Bible that everything that we're reading about, uh, prophecies and end times is also linked to the Bible and that the Bible is true. So if you want to actually go back and watch that video, like I said, I'm going to try to add a link um, to the video. So hopefully if you want to go back and watch that, but if you if I can't put a link in it, the, um, the video title on YouTube um, is called The Dry Blood of Jesus Christ Has Been Found. It is alive. It was posted uh, December 17th, 2008. So it's a pretty old video, but um, like I said, if you know anything about biology, which 
I'm not great at biology, but I do like it. And I know enough about it and about DNA and chromosomes and everything like that, that everything that he says lines up with the science of it all. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of how Jesus and the Bible is real. Uh, I don't know what next week's episode is going to be. It will be out next Thursday as well on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, as well as Beaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Copy RSS. I'm not very familiar with those other few uh, streaming platforms. However, um, I just want anyone to know who's whoever's listening that you can find this podcast on any of those streaming platforms. I'm working on getting it onto Apple Podcasts, but that may take a little bit longer. I mean, I have plenty of uh, platforms of you know getting this out there. So I just want to thank all of you for listening to uh, the last few episodes. I've really enjoyed doing this uh, up to this point. Uh, it's been a really fun hobby as well as just spreading the gospel and I uh, hope to continue doing it uh, as much as I possibly can. Thank you all for listening and God bless.